work. You're you're really a breakfast gal. <laughs> okay. Us over here. I don't. What th- if you're I not a cut off my nose. Don't play Despite with that. <laughs> These are like sharp. Stop! 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 But they've got like I mean, they're Jerome, heavy I'm not <laughs> here to see you hurt yourself. That is not what I came to do. Okay. I have to put these scissors. <laughs> Thank you. It's gonna give me a heart attack. But if I ever did that. Oh. Oh no. Oh God! Have you been keeping up with Demi? No, I the YouTube show and the I the Froyo thing. I don't know what's happening. Okay. I there was too we much for to me to follow. That. <laughs> it's crazy. It's too much. Do I need to know? Is it is no? She, is everything going to be okay? It will because she yeah, <laughs> it's going to be just fine. <laughs> Great, that's all I need to know. More power to you, Demi. Honestly. Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Jerome. And I'm Kenyon. Uh, have you heard of abolition? Uh, maybe uh, mass incarceration or surveillance or the police state? Well, we're talking about all those things in conjunction with the show Trial. Tune in and, and buckle up because we've got work to do. doing darling dear you know today's been good to me (laughs) thank you saying um no but today's been good to me the sun has been extraordinarily good what is the temperature where you are 60 something oh that's good not us talking about the weather girl here's the thing (laughs) i love the weather i always am talking about how People are like, oh, yeah, talking about the weather. Like, that's so basic. That's, you know, that's what you talk about when you're bored. Mama, (laughs) I love the weather. You know what? I'm right there with you. You're right. I change it all. I take back what I said. Um, It has been so windy here. Oh, my God. Like, I'm walking outside Marilyn Monroe left and right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, you better cover up. Actually, I'm trying. You don't have to cover up. Mm, thank you. <laughs> no, I do because it's cold. Yeah, I'm. Come visit, girl. See you there. <laughs> Great. When's the next time we're going to re- do this podcast in person? Like, I don't know. project projections. I wanna, I wanna take a take a poll right now. Take a straw poll. Take a bet. Um, should I bet on the number? You know, we're nearing 50. Oh, my gosh. Look. A woman at my age never reveals her age. (laughs) And what age is that? (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Go. Continue. Continue. Um, I would say... I mean, I don't know. I would say somewhere in the... I would say somewhere in, like, the... Late 60s, 70s is when we're going to reunite. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, not that far from now. I know. I, I know. that. So, mark your calendar. <laughs> All right. 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I was going to... What were you going to say? 100? <laughs> okay. Mind reader. Um... <laughs> Well, you know, like 50, if you, 50 is like a year. Yeah, you think we're not going to see each other in person for another year? Well, I don't know what you're up to over there where it's windy. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what you're up to over there where it's 60. 69, I'll be telling you. Oh. Mm. So. Where they do okay. that at? Please. Um... Are you the heat miser and I'm the cold miser? 
I thought we thought it was the other way around. I honestly think I'm both. (laughs) (laughs) Not either. (laughs) I'm so glad that we agree. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm the heat miser and the cold miser, and you're like Jack Frost. Who who's movie? No, no, that's I'd be like Rudolph or like somebody from the Island of Misfit Toys or like. Oh, you'd be that little gay one. There it is. With the hat, with the little red nose. <laughs> That's you. Oh, I love that. That's what I need to watch. I know. I kind of, I love watching those movies. They're great. They're really um, so great. Heat Miser and Cold Miser. What movie is that? A Year Without Santa Claus, maybe? I think so. And of course, I'm saying now, you know, they're great, they're great. But I haven't seen them long enough that, you know. Yeah, maybe they, they're horrible. <laughs> maybe they're deeply problematic and actually racist. And I just don't remember that. But, well, uh, you saw the memes of Trump and Pence as a heat miser and cold miser. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I'm gasping for air. That's very funny. Oh, oh. A lot's going on in the world today. Girl. In the world right now. In the world that we live. Girl. I'm disappointed. Well, disappointed is it? Well, we were talking about this last week. So we're talking about, you know, the Derek Chauvin of it all. Um, Dante Wright. Micaiah Bryant. um, Just, well, I was saying to you last week that the police are literally embarrassing. And you were saying, I don't know if embarrassing is a word that you would use. When was I saying this? <laughs> <laughs> you oh. were quoted as saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, no, yeah, it's like, I, I'm i not embarrassed. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not claiming them. I don't know. They don't represent me. Right. I mean, n- n- now, tax dollars being what they, what they be, maybe they are representing me. Well. Um, but it's like... Uh, Embarrassment is just like, I don't know, it's just not where I get, it's not where I go to immediately, um, or even secondarily. It's just like, y'all, <laughs> that's where I go. <laughs> I guess I'm in a similar place. Why am I saying embarrassed? I think the thing that I find embarrassing is, it's more, it's more disgust than it is, like, strictly mm. embarrassment. Mm. But it's just like, oh my God, is this the fucking best we can come up with? Like, that is the fear. It's like, what the hell? Like, like, I mean, it's funny that we're talking about this on the podcast because I do genuinely feel like I have no words to describe yeah. what is going on. Other than, like, Dante Wright was killed because a police officer who was, like a leader in the police union and was a person who was supposed to be training other officers. She said, she claims whether this is true or not, that she meant to tase him and instead shot him dead. Okay. That's like, I'm like, I, the real thing that I want to say, then of course, Micaiah Bryant is a child. It's like, if you're that freaked out by a child with a knife, Honey, you shouldn't be a police officer. <laughs> like, and again, none of this is new. It is all disgusting. Right. It's all embarrassing. Right. But I guess that, like, if you are not fully defund the police, uh, if not just about like, if not just abolishing it, like, right. it's, then I don't know where you are. <laughs> like, I literally don't understand where you stand on the on the t- subject. Yeah, I mean you. Bringing up defund, those those the words of defunding and also abolishing. Um, I mean, I think that's why I'm I'm so I don't know. Embarrassment doesn't even like. I'm like, oh yeah, you did your job. That we've been knowing that this is what policing is for. This the history of it. We know these things, and if you don't go to the reading, et cetera, et cetera, right. and. Now it's like, can can we imagine our way out of this one? Like, 
See, that's the thing that to me, I think that's where I feel embarrassment is like, we, we really don't think we can do any better than this. I just, I just refuse to accept that. (laughs) Not saying that you do, but it's like, I don't know. I'll let everyone else have lower expectations for themselves and each other. But I'll keep my expectations high. Yeah, you know, you know me. I love to work from the ideal. I love to imagine the world in which... I mean, that's where I feel like most of my political opinions come from. Mm. Like, things such as, hey, we're the only country in the world where you have to pay, you know, $100 for a, a vial of insulin. Everyone else pays six seven dollars for it you know so like this things don't have to be the way that things don't have to be the way that they are what if you know what if instead of spending money on uh, i don't know tax deductibles for ultra rich people what if instead we spent money on uh, education for everybody you know like this is the type of thing that i'm like we can imagine a better world than this and we well we don't even really have to imagine (laughs) The better world exists. We just don't have it here in America. <laughs> like, we've got examples. We've got texts. We've got arts. We've got, like, yeah. people have already done <laughs> the work of the of the imagining. And we're doing mm-hmm. it over and over again. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of, I, we really just dove right into the deep end here. Oh, um, I'm about to die <laughs> Thank you for the vib. Um, you know, it's hard for me. <laughs> but I'm glad that I don't know. I feel like I've been running up against in like overt ways and also more subtle ways. People who believe that the way things who accept the way things are basically yeah. who believe that the, the way the world is as, as it is right now is just the way it is. Right. And like, it can't get much better than this thing that we already have. Right. And that is, I don't know, it, more and more is just becoming really deeply upsetting to me um, to watch people just like throw, like toss out their creative power. And it's like, I can't change anything. I can't do anything. And right. meanwhile, folks are being killed. People are, you know, being put in prison. Slavery continues. Mass surveillance like all these things that we've been knowing about, yeah, just get worse because I don't know because we we refuse to accept that we actually have power to change some of them. Yeah, and I think that we, I think part of it comes from I like to to myself refer to things that seemed like they would never change until they did. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, but I think that we don't do a good job of holding on to those. Like, did you know that for the past three months, we've had a woman vice president for the first time ever? Amazing. Like, doesn't, but doesn't that kind of feel, and not to say that that is like the watershed moment that has changed everything, but right. like, that was the thing that was never true. And now it is true. And it, I mean, obviously, I think. Kamala Harris is a leader and is great. And, you know, that there is so much that is great about that. I'm not trying to diminish the fact that that's happened. But for something that, like, had never happened before and then all of a sudden changed after, you know, 200-plus years. Right. Um, we kind of just are like, oh, yeah, now that's different. Oh, yeah, Madam, Madam Vice President is just what we say. Or, like, you know, the Obama of it all. Or, in thinking something more comparable, that, like... I mean, not to say that slavery and Jim Crow do not exist in different forms today, mm. but that, you know, slavery was the thing. It was like, slavery exists. We're never going to get rid of slavery. That just is what it is. Like, that is the T. And I'm sure that for convincing reasons, there were people at the time who were like, oh, this is just always the way that, like, <laughs> get rid of slavery. What do you mean? Right? Um, which again, have we fully gotten rid of slavery? No. But do we have slavery in the same way of just like black people have to work for us because they're not people? Like it's different. Right. right. (laughs) It's a little different. Um, 
or Jim Crow. Again, not to say that there aren't any segregated spaces, but like we don't have the colored fountain, you know? Like you can go up and sit at a Woolworth's counter. <laughs> Please, not that. <laughs> I want more for myself. <laughs> Which yeah. is, you know, again, not to say that any of those things were the be all end all because clearly they weren't, but things change all the time. Things that seemed like they would never change, things like that seemed like they would always be the way that they were, change all the time. And, you know, change is absolutely hard. I guess we're talking about change now. Um, <laughs> God. But to change the subject. <laughs> um, I don't, it's difficult. It's difficult, but I don't know. Gotta love it, I think. Yeah. Gotta try to, I think. I don't know. I the the examples that you gave um about about Kamala, about Obama, about you know the changing faces of discrimination and labor yeah. <laughs> yeah. in this country. Um really on the one hand, I'm like, absolutely, yes, things don't change until they do. And then look at how fast we forget that things actually can be different. Yeah. And I absolutely am here for that that point. And I think that it's really it's really powerful if you just let yourself sit with that. Like, yeah, we did not think that <laughs> we could have a black president, and then we did. And now yeah. that's just that now that's just how it is. Was and yeah, and on top of like that wasn't just you know, they're again not breaking any new ground here, but like at the time, and even continuing into now, there are people who are like, we aren't going to have a black, you know. There are people right. who are like, of course Barack Obama is not going to win because that's not a thing that's going to happen to us in this country, in this timeline, in this lifetime. Right, right. So it's, you know, that's not to say that it's like inevitable and like just going to happen. Absolutely. Right? Um, right, Kamala Harris feels like a <laughs> pretty strong example of that one. <laughs> hmm. At the same time, in those examples, I can't help but see the elements of of interest convergence, where it's like, I don't know. I think, especially in this country, we're great at accepting change that makes more money for the people in power. Right, right. You know? And I was listening to some podcast about abolition and the history of it in this country, yeah. and... um. W.E.B. Du Bois had this analysis of the Black Reconstruction era, you know, post-slavery, where Black people were, like, organizing, making schools, giving people free education, like, getting yeah. their stuff right, kind of before Jim Crow really came to yeah. ruin everything Crap again. Back. Well, I mean, even just to pause you there, that, like, Jim Crow was a thing that, like, had to be created. <laughs> right. But continue, please. I mean, no, but that's a great point. Like, also, all, all the bad stuff, like, we yeah. made that, too. That like, that all just, was constructed, like, too. Come with the packaging. Like, no, yeah. no. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it gets written off in, as the, like, ah, yes, the human condition. We just are bad <laughs> sometimes. And I'm like, you know, absolutely, people make mistakes. People are not perfect. And yes, we contain multitudes, but like I'm not just accepting any old thing as the human condition. Like, no, right. some of that is not a part of me. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, where was I headed? That like two different stories of abolition kind of get told. There's like you know the white people who are like, this is just morally bad, and we've got to change, and we're Quakers, and that's that's wrong, and we kind need those of. people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. And also black abolitionists who are doing different material works um, yeah. to, you know, make things that happen to ferry people out of slavery, etc. Right. Um, basically, W.E.B. Du Bois gives this analysis of, of that period as like, yeah, at some point it became a labor issue. It was like, mm, the South has got this monopoly on all this free labor. And morally, that's a little bit dubious. But if we set that aside, you know, 
up here in the north, we'd stand to gain a lot if we could <laughs> hire some really cheap labor. And yeah. then you get this like, like did did we end slavery for the right reasons or? Oh, absolutely not. Just because, right? And I guess that, that's all I was kind of getting to is just the watching as as even the big changes that were hard fought and people didn't think were going to happen, even those things have these like vestiges of capitalism and militarism that like always seem to be hanging on. Um, And that's what I don't know what to do with. Yeah. I think you're totally right. I think you're totally right. I am thinking about um, all of these corporations who have, you know, come out against this, uh, I don't want to call it a voting rights bill, uh, <laughs> right. but a voting, taking a voting rights bill in Georgia. Um, you know, there's something to be said for like, you know, good that these people who have power are saying that the bad thing is bad. There's also something to be said for, you know, they wouldn't be saying that unless if they thought that it was in their financial interest, right. which is like, I think that actually does bode well in terms of like, oh, they think that the people with the power are the people who are wanting to expand voting rights, right? Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. even if that is still capital, even if that is still in the capitalist whatever, that the capital has been put on expanding voting rights, right? Mm. Um, But it is like, you know, at the end of the day, that's not getting us all the way to where we need to go. Right. And that, what you just said, sounds like my my reaction and then response, honestly, to like the Chauvin verdict, which it was like, okay. Keep going. <laughs> you know, yeah, just like... I mean... And absolutely, Black people who are out there celebrating... Live. Celebrate, Celebrate on. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. His because family, I, based on the things that I have heard from them, that it meant a lot, a lot, a lot to his family that uh, that Derek Chauvin was convicted. And so I'm yeah. glad that that happened for them. However, I mean... It's like, don't Mickey even have Ryan to... was killed on the same day, right. you know? Right. Um, the... <laughs> It's like what uh, Yeah, it, I mean it, Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd on video that people around the world watched. So at the end of the day, am I jumping for joy? Am I really rejoicing that he was found guilty? Like like the it was a video that launched an international protest movement. Yeah, I pretty good shot that they're gonna find him guilty. You know, it's like, I mean, honestly, yes. And, I did. I really think that that was gonna happen. No, I was preparing myself absolutely for the worst because that's what I've been conditioned mm, to do. Yeah. Um, but sorry, you were about to say something. No, I think that that's you know, certainly they could have not found him guilty. Um, it's happened many, many times before. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not like, you know, this is just, it's like, this was extremely high. There isn't a more high profile situation than this (laughs) other than the damn coronavirus, right? Like (laughs) this was the highest profile. So at the end of the day, it's like. Did it really, you know, it doesn't really have anything to do with anything. <laughs> right. Because it is. it was so anomalous in terms of the fact that it was recorded, the fact that the recording was so widely viewed, and the fact that its response was literally global. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, this doesn't really have anything to do with anything, I think, in terms of, like, you know, how we move on from from here. I don't know. I don't know. Part of me is like, no, it has everything to do with everything. But that's the part <laughs> of me that's just like, that's thinking about the Floyd family. And it's like, mm-hmm. 
it is it is I think you know very important that accountability accountability is a is an important part of the healing process. Yeah. You know, and it's like to see whatever frankly terrible methods that we have in this country of accountability and punishment or restoration, yeah. you know, but to see what little we do have be mobilized in support of these people who are grieving, you know, that is something. That is something real. Yeah. But the moment I zoom out, it's like, mm, I don't know. Like, I I don't even <laughs> like prisons. So I'm yeah, like, exactly. Like, absolutely. Conviction. But also, like, we've got to change incarceration. So I don't, like, I can't even. Right. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I saw this tweet last week that said, so rioting works, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious and it's true. And that's actually the thing that I'm, Thank you. I'm yes. coming away from is like, well, if we took to the fucking streets the same time, like that we do have the power to actually make change, right? It is that right. we are so often convinced that we don't and that the anything that is in our power to do it would not actually do anything, right? Like, oh, if I, and this is all very like capitalist, individualist society, right? Oh, well, if I go out and protest, that doesn't really change it just because I say that I want whatever. But when we start to think about we, then it gets to be very different. I think about, you know, like, I mean, this is going to be a very like, this, this, I'm, this isn't the same thing as protesting, and I want to be clear about that. But, like, <laughs> the Democrats took back the Senate, and that's not the same thing as protesting. <laughs> but it is, like, you know, that is something that happened. And, again, is a thing that's, like, we've seen time and time again that people get frustrated and, like, then nothing changes, right? Right, right. Because nothing really is done. But that they're, you know... We do have power. There are many of us. We are large in number. If we actually get together and do some collective action, if we stop thinking in the individual and start thinking about like, okay, well, what can I do as part of the team? Mm. Um, and again, to be clear, I don't, you know, I'm not equating <laughs> the political action of like getting out the vote in Senate races to protesting the death of George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd, but... I do think that there is, I think the lesson there is less in, uh, oh yeah, like justice really was, you know, like when our system is really pushed, it really can, you know, whatever, like not to uphold the system, but right. to uphold and reinforce and like affirm our response as like, if shit is fucked up, we can say that it's fucked up. And guess what? If that means, and well, this here's the thing at the end of the day about the freaking looting, about the rioting, about the whatever, is that, you know, all last summer people are talking, oh, well, uh, this is ridiculous and you shouldn't go to this, these extremes and you shouldn't be doing this. And why are you defacing property and why are you stealing things and what does that have to do with blah, 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 blah. And the response for me always is like, because this is the thing that gets attention. Because otherwise, we wouldn't get your freaking attention. And guess what? Now he's been convicted. So it worked. <laughs> it's mean, like, it worked. <laughs> it takes you right back to the interest convergence thing. It's like, well, if we can make this a threat to your capital, then maybe you'll, you know, co-sign on some basic human rights. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And some dumbass conservative whoever last week said, this is before the... <laughs> verdict came out <laughs> but he was like you know regardless of what happens today regardless of the verdict like american cities will still burn today because that's what the left is like and that's what is valued by the left which first of all is hilarious because <laughs> that didn't happen at all <laughs> i'm just like, imagine the words coming out of your mouth american cities will burn today <laughs> Like that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, but oh, then wow. it's like, yeah, if <laughs> well, if they had not found him to be guilty, yeah, some shit would have gone down. <laughs> because guess what? 
<laughs> it's like, we're sick of it. We are sick of it. And I'm tired of like apologizing for being sick of it. Because what are we, it's not like, ooh, I'm a liberal. Ooh, I'm a progressive. And I want the things to, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, people are dying. Like people are dying in the street. People are being murdered by the police. It doesn't have to happen. We can imagine a world in which that doesn't happen. And if y'all are going to be killing people in the street, y'all, if the police are going to be killing people in the street, then, which is extrajudicial, which is against the law, then perhaps I'm going to do some shit that's against the law too. Work. And uh, we'll be right back after this short break. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, wow. You started bringing in the quotations from, I don't know who you, what Republican person you were quoting there, but I, and everyone's been talking about this, but I think it's important to bring up just how unbelievably unbelievable Nancy Pelosi's... I knew you were going to say Nancy, <laughs> and I am unhappy. I'm very unhappy. Like, thank you, George Floyd, for... I, I think I'm getting this right. Sacrificing your life for justice? Can you believe that? It's like, are we talking about the same George Floyd? But like, less than a year. Less than a year and a narrative will get co-opted. Like the story that you tell really matters about what happened. And that is a classic liberal, you know, martyrdom moment that just takes, it takes all the important work, it takes the value of this person's life and just kind of, well, it devalues it actually. Yeah, what? And it, I mean, again, I don't know that embarrassing is exactly the word, but just the idea of like, this person had to die for me to know is like, I wouldn't be going around telling people that. Because the thing is at the end of the day, (laughs) I really wouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> how like I don't know I don't know what white people are up to but like I can think of many many names of black people who have been killed by the police I mean that's the thing where it's like I don't even know what to say because it's like like this is Mike Brown this is Sandra Bland this is Philando Castile like this is this happens over and over and over again and so if you're like if you're really going to say like oh th- well this was the wake up part. like no now we're woke now we're awake now we're here now we're paying attention it's like then in 18 months I don't want to hear you saying that about someone else. Yeah, no. I mean I have I have no real responses to the the Nancy Pelosi thing. Really? Like I absolutely what do you say to that other than grab a therapist and <laughs> Don't say that on national television. (laughs) But it's like, it is the perfect, to me, like, real-time representation of how the stories we tell ourselves about history as it happens and history as it just passes us by, like, deeply matters. And it's like, if you want to talk about a whitewashing of history, if you want to talk about alternative facts, yeah, these are them. This is it right there. And like, no one's sacrifice. What? Yeah. No, no. No. I mean, it comes back to language, which we're always talking about. I mean, please. Ugh, the language. Like, no. (laughs) I saw a different tweet this week that was like, dear white people, black people want to do the same things that you do. Well. Like, well, not exactly. (laughs) But like, Black people don't want to sacrifice themselves for justice. Like, black people are not trying to die at the hands of cops so that a greater message could... No, we just don't want to die. Like, let's stop dying at the hands of cops. Let's stop being killed. No no one is out here trying to sacrifice themselves. And I'll tell you this, anytime that I've been pulled over or had to interact with the police in a way that, like, to me is genuinely frightening because it's like... right. I hope that this person and I can have interaction as human beings. Um, 
I am not thinking, oh, well, if something happens to me, well, at least I will have sacrificed myself for the movement. That is so disgusting. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Black people are people. Which is still a revolutionary thing to say. I guess so. To Republicans and Democrats, apparently. Nancy. I guess so. Mm. Nancy. I kind of want to take a left turn a little bit. Um, turn on. <laughs> turn on the beat. Back to I was baby, just about to go there. <laughs> on the body line. Ba, 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 da, da. Wow, I didn't think you... Wow. You didn't think I what? You didn't I think just, I would know that little <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire song? No, that's not what I said. I just... Uh, I'm going to take this left turn. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what, where am I turning? Oh, surveillance. Okay. Um, this has just been on my mind because... Remember Edward Snowden? Remember that thing? <laughs> yeah. I had, like, kind of forgotten... And then a couple of days ago, I rewatched the, you know, the what's his face movie about it, Joseph Gordon Levitt movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But yeah. <laughs> I used to, have, I had a big Joseph Gordon Levitt phase. Woo, honey, didn't we all? <laughs> and, and that is the example of a phase because let me tell you, that did end. Uh, okay. You weren't on hit record, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know you know about that little ass. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know about that. <laughs> but that's not where this left turn is taking us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, survey. It's just been on my mind. Um, yeah. And everyone, you know, for the past five years, ever since Eric Garner, everyone loves to be talking about, ah, yes, the power of the cell phone, and now we can see these atrocities, and... You know, if only we had this. Well, it's you know, so funny because that's the whole body that's cam. The case. Exactly. Thing. It's the Which whole is thing. like the body cameras haven't changed the frequency with which the police kill people. <laughs> what does that tell you? Talk about some bad apples. They know they're on camera and they're killing people. What? Yeah. I want to. Honestly, first, I just want to acknowledge Darnella Frazier. Yeah. Who took the video? Yeah. Um, because that right there, that's trauma. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was listening to some interview of her, and like the dilemma of like, okay, I couldn't get involved. I could take this video. I could yell. I could, you know, what's the what is the right thing to do in that situation? Yeah. It's just like. That's going to haunt, that would haunt me for a long time, no it matter what. Me. I was, um, I was walking down the street the other day. I was in the big city, Manchester, New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was someone who, I don't know, was kind of yelling in the street. There was someone who was kind of yelling in the street and the, these two cops came and were like ushering him away. Um, it was a white guy. And uh, I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Um, Cause I like, I don't want them to do something bad to that guy, but I don't want them to do something bad to me. Um, if you're white, <laughs> You're listening to this. <laughs> here's your like. Here's a great point of intervention to be the white eyes who are watching the police. If you see the police harassing somebody, harassing, haranguing, um, better get those G's. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough, and I don't know. For me, it only gets tougher because it is. It's like, well, we had the body cams for that reason. And we actually have the body cam footage. One is just state-owned, you know, 
footage. Getting back and, to the surveillance. The, right. Thank I, God it, we all have phones that have cameras. Right. But then it's like, oh, but those phones are also spying on us. Like you talk about protests. And yeah. like journalists were like, oh, like why are, we're getting like somebody's listening in people like people are yeah. using surveillance methods to, you know, disrupt our mean, our ability to meaningful, meaningfully convene and assemble and organize, yeah. which feels like that is like you're just saying, like that is a huge part of our collective power. Um, right. And I don't know, just the, the, the weight that, um, you know, bystander video has taken on in the last few years, but especially in this case where it's like, everybody thought this was going to be a shoe in because didn't you see the video? And actually, right. no, I didn't see the video because I don't I, watch that stuff, I actually. I did not see the video. Um, but it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, it just feels so, that area feels so gray. Um, yeah. Who's surveilling who? And for what reasons? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a week of talking about accountability. Mm-hmm. I'm frowning. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know what? It's a good question. What is accountability? Is and is it just you know? I think that after, um, that with the video of George Floyd, that that there was a lot of conversation last year around, like, you know, in this conversation of, well, now we can all see the video and proliferate the video and proliferate the image, and now it, like, feels really visceral to everybody. It's like, is that actually what we want to do? And can we actually be more thoughtful than that than just to distribute the video of someone's death? Um, Yeah. Talk about drama. Right. Um. But then I think that that is part of the things that we have, it all comes back together, the things that we have learned to be comfortable with in in the world where anything can be recorded instantly, uh, voice memos and cameras and videos and uh, YouTube and TikTok and whatever, you know, Instagram Mm -hmm. stories, et cetera that anything can immediately be like recorded for posterity and then it can live on your phone forever. Um, That we have grown comfortable with a lot of things that we were not previously comfortable with. And that's not all to say like, Ooh, back in my day, you know, it's not to say that that is a universally bad thing, Mm. but like, you know, thinking about videos of people's, of people being harmed and being killed, thinking about, you know, literally just information about where we are and who we're talking to and the fact that that information then gets used by the police to track people down, to harm them again, um, to, you know, to thinking about, like, nudes or thinking about anything at all. Thinking about how our our political choices are can be shaped by specific targeted ads or yeah. you know what we're going to buy where we're going to buy when we're going to buy it is shaped by you know all this information that people are selling and making money off of about us that doesn't all feel it doesn't feel good <laughs> it doesn't all feel good i mean surveillance absolutely makes it very easy to oppress people. Yeah. You know, and so... Talk about freedom. Oof, goodness. In that way, it's like, how like how do we make... How do we you know, engender justice everywhere yeah. and accountability in meaningful ways that, you know, are specific to the harms done and also don't play into the like, well, everything just has got to be recorded. We need all the information so that we can pinpoint exactly what happened and who's to, to you know, at fault so that we can lock them in a room alone for the next 20 years because that helps everyone. Right. A thing that I've been thinking a lot about as we've been having these discussions around anti-racism at Exeter is like that we are 
throwing the same solutions at the problems. Mm. But the problem is in how is in our solutions, right? Like, and the idea of, oh, well, we'll get enough data, we'll gather enough data and we'll check all the numbers <laughs> and then we'll change the numbers to reflect, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know that that's going to get us out of this mess. That feels like what got us into this mess. I mean, that feels like, you know, converging interests. That feels like, yeah. Okay, well, we have to stop slavery because we're actually going to make more money if we do. Like I ran the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so we ran the numbers and actually slavery is is holding us back. <laughs> I am going to vomit. Um, and like, you know, honestly, the same thing with Jim Crow. Mm. And right now, the same thing with these corporations who are like, huh, what? What is cool right now? Oh, yeah, Georgia, don't do that thing. What are they not supposed to do? Okay, yeah, don't do it. Will you fly Delta again? <laughs> like, that's literally <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. And I I mean, that's that's just the language that people understand, I guess. Like, I guess. That's the one thing we can all agree on is numbers and not the fact that we all have feelings and that we're human beings or something. But that doesn't even feel true. Like, that... <laughs> Like, I'll talk to people, I'm going to call out my parents. I talk to my parents who, like, I think believe that, you know, believe that everyone should have access to healthcare. That the idea that people are making all this money off of healthcare for no good reason other than to enrich themselves is bad and ridiculous. Who believe that, like, the that the police should not have just free reign to murder people as they see fit. But I think they have trouble with the like, well, how do we actually get there? How do we actually make that happen? And I think part of that has to do with, they've been around for coming on 60 years. And it's like, well, this just is the way that it's been. Like, yeah. we've thought that this was bad for a long time, but, you know, who's doing anything about it? Um, and I think that that also, oh, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. And I mean, you know, as much as we want to envision and work towards the world that we want it to be, like, I still have to eat today. Like, yeah. I like you know, right. we still have our present circumstances. And like... Um, like, I still have to protect myself today. And I still yeah. would like to experience joy in my day. And so I also, you know, I get it when some people are like, look, I don't have time for that today. Yeah. But, at the, you know, at the same time, nothing's going to happen until somebody does something. Right. And I, I have to, uh, you know, confession time. Or not confession time, but. These are my confessions. Thing. I've just been like really feeling noticing the uh, the rage inside mm. me um, uh, towards you know some of the people that have come before, mm. uh, and maybe here's here's where you know the embarrassment comes in for <laughs> me is where it's like like oh no <laughs> like. I don't know. I, it, it's hard because I don't want to blame anybody. Yeah. Because um, that's not, it's just not helpful. But I do feel angry that like this is the world that we've inherited. Yeah. Um, at the same time, there's a ton of beauty in it. And so I can't be angry at that. That's true. But it is like, you know, I mean, I will say in re my own parents, um, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, this sucks. Y'all don't want to do something about that? Like, that sucks. Like, it's like, the state of the police sucks. The the police state <laughs> sucks. Please. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, not to, not to, or to, uh, talk about it specifically as that like lineage sort of thing, but it's like, mm. 
I don't want more people to continue to live in a world like this. I don't want to keep living in a world like this. Like, <laughs> we need to cut it out. Like, we need to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot to do. That's the other thing, is that it's not like there's... I think there's the exhaustion of like, well, however, will we find the solution? And that always is like, that's such a trick. Like the solutions yeah. exist. Like we know what the solutions are because we know what the problems are. Like we we know, like we didn't, we didn't just come up with this yesterday. <laughs> like people have been talking about this for a very long time. Yeah. We got to dig in and do the work. Buck up. All right. Call to action out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Find some work to do. There's lots of work to do. Yeah. Find where your work is. We all have to do our work. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm talking to my kids. <laughs> talking to my students. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of the energy I want. It's like, absolutely, I'd love to live my life. And, like, no way is like, I, I feel like I've got to do something so that, you know, folks, I don't meet. Yeah. Later on the line, like, it's not the same. Right. And I that that kind of, you know, question of, of, um, of lineage and ancestry and legacy, I feel like it's like, it just doesn't even exist in yeah. the political conversations now. Everything is like, so right now, here's the problem. And it looks bad. So here's what we're going to do right now. And like, that's the story of race in America. That's the story of the environment for yeah. <laughs> everywhere. It's like, I don't know. No one thought about... As much as we love using the children to make political points. Right. No one actually thought about them. Right. Because we... Cause yeah. Well, that's the thing is that the children, the future, the future is always, we're never there. Literally. We're never at the future. But guess what? We are, we're somebody's future and we're still here. Okay, work. Absolutely hope. Grab a hand of that hope. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, Kenyon, I'll see you next week, I guess, in the future. Absolutely. You'll see me in the future. I hope you give yourself some gifts. Give your your future self some gifts. I'm gonna try to do that next week. Not me giving myself homework. That's often the gift that I'm giving myself is work <laughs> that I don't want to do now. And I give it to my future self. Mm, how's that working out for you? Girl, it's not working out. It's working out in the future. <laughs> And that I actually say work. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at we love that podcast at gmail.com. Wow. Well, we really went. These zippity doodah, not I that. Know. <laughs> yeah, that not zippity doodah, darling oh, dear. <laughs> not Br'er Rabbit over here. Please, somebody. The language? <laughs> it's the language. <laughs> it's all in the language. Uh,